Hello and welcome to Credit Conversations with Savaskia. Changing generations by increasing credit scores one point at a time, where we are providing education, inspiration, restoration. You will hear future topics like credit and debt elimination, credit and asset building, building generational wealth, credit and financial literacy, credit and dating. So get ready and let's have a conversation with Savaskia now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Credit Conversations with Savaskia podcast number four. Happy New Year. It's a new year. Yes, 2021. And guess what? You can become a new you. Listen, I want to thank you for being with me these last three podcasts. I tell you, it has been so exciting. So I want to thank my guests for tuning in and learning how to be empowered through financial education and literacy. I'll tell you, I am just really pumped up with this new year. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm excited because this platform has given me an opportunity where you are going to discover your credit as your asset, learning how to impact your finances, budget, net worth, debt, savings, and wealth building. So I want to kick off this new year of 2021 by adding a conversation with a word of the day to kick off this session. So each week when you hear me every Saturday at 10 a.m., I'm going to have a word for that day. Yes, I like that. You like that? So get comfortable. And listen, I want you to uh, make sure that you have a pen and paper today. Uh, You may want to take some copious notes Uh, I am a teacher by nature, um, and so I tend to give a lot of information. So you may see something that gives you an aha moment, and I really want you to be able to grab hold of that. So our word for today is success. Now, I know your mind went a lot of places when you think about success. But success in life means attaining your vision of a good life. It means achieving specific goals that result in the future you have planned for yourself. Now, success in life is defined by you, you the individual. And so your vision of 2021, uh, your vision of success is going to look like you want it to look, not like someone else's. So I challenge you to take uh, what I'm going to share with you today, uh, and I think that it's going to bring a really good impact on your life. So number one, make a plan. 
Remember, we always have to have a plan uh, in, in order to accomplish and in order to achieve anything uh, as we set out and we put goals together. So we want to make a plan. And number two, we want to prepare for the unexpected. Now, last year was definitely a year of unexpectations. But listen, we're in a new year. I want you to get excited about some new expectations of success. Number three, prioritize your goals, right? And then number four, we want to be able to develop some good habits, right? That could be healthy eating, right? That could be good sleep habits. That could be habits of looking at a daily planner. I mean, any type of good habits. Uh, one of mine's definitely needs to be some good exercise habits. How about that? How about you? Number five, you know, learn from your mistakes. We've all made them, right? Success means learning from your mistakes. Six, try different strategies. It's a new year. Try something different this year that you've never done before. Number seven, take smart risk. Take smart risk. And then number eight, learn from experts. Learn from experts. Learn from someone that knows something better than you do. And then number nine, master how to say no. Master how to say no. And number 10, invest in relationships. That could be your marriage. It could be uh, your homeboys, your homegirls, your business partners. It could be relationships at church. We, we're connected in all type of relationships. So let this beginning of 2021 be a year of success for you. Now, we have 12 months. Yes, that sounds like a lot. But, you know, 12 months is a goal. And like all goals, it takes time to reach that pivotal point. So every month, make a decision to stretch for success and work on your success habits and your financial being. So I want to move along and I want to uh, give you a subject topic today. I want to talk to you a little bit about credit and debt. You know, debt is the number one cause of financial stress. And actually, debt has a lot to do with uh, many marriages uh, that causes stress as well. I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about that in the month of February when we talk about debt as it contains two relationships. But, you know, debt is a burden that we should seek to minimize or at least eliminate. Wouldn't you agree? We must understand the difference between there's good debt 
and there's bad debt. And always walk in integrity when dealing with creditors. Now, debt is number, is number one. It is the cause of financial stress in most people, not all people. But, you know, everything starts with a mindset change. Wouldn't you agree? The key to start changing some of our debt habits is to get started. We've got to get started. Because... We live in a society that has demonstrated that debt is the American way, right? But does that not always make common sense? You see, good debt is, is what I say, it creates value, right? Good debt, we want to create value. It uh, generates income in the long term. And so when I talk about generating income in the long term, we're talking about becoming a homeowner, uh, purchasing uh, your first-time home, uh, investing, uh, real estate, where we use the key term ROI, means getting your return on your investment. And even how equity loans and credit cards can be good debt if they're used wisely. And so when we use our credit to buy assets, they appreciate versus depreciate and having uh, those lower interests. And so bad debt then is uh, using credit you cannot afford, right, Uh, to purchase things that quickly are going to lose their value. Uh, Bad debt has a high interest rate. And which is, is offered to those who have a bad credit. Listen, I'm very familiar uh, with that topic because I can remember years ago that I had such a low credit score, bad debt, right, that I had to purchase a truck at a 24% interest rate. Oh, yes. I was not happy about that. But that's what... Uh, bad debt does to you uh, and bad credit, it often positions you to be in a place that you don't want to stay. But the good news is I'm not in that place anymore. And so many of us have been trapped in bad debt, you know, including cash advances. You know, we're familiar with those payday lending loans. Uh, And remember, the pawn shops, they're very much still there. And don't forget uh, the rent-to-own establishments, right? And how about the personal finance loans with interest rates that go as high as 36%? So what am I saying when it comes to credit and debt? There is a danger in debt because... Look at it this way. Any future income, any extra income that comes in has to go directly to that debt. So I was just listening uh, to CNN. Finally, we got this approval. Yes. I'm going to clap for the stimulus, right? But here's the truth. Many of us are going to have to take that stimulus and pay off some debt, right? We're not fortunate enough to put that in a savings account 
are fortunate enough to put that in a vacation account. But the truth of the matter is, you know, I know we need to use it. I know uh, last year was hard, and I know that the present economy that we lived in is, is, is going to merit it. And so I'm reminded of Scripture in Luke 2.15 when he teaches us to watch out. Be on guard against uh, all kinds of greed and resist the desire for instant gratification. Yes, because that's the fear of missing out on something that we think is really real to us. And, and so what happens is these creditors, they really want all of your money. Their goal is to keep you in debt, right? Because that's how lenders make money. So one of the things I've come to realize is that, you know, it's really simple. The lower your debt, the higher your cash flow. The higher your cash flow, the more you have to save and invest. And the more favorable and fluid your financial future can be. And so we tend to focus on assets and forget about debts. And financial security requires facing up to the big picture, assets minus debts. That's quoted by Susie Orman. So let's talk about some of the debts when it pertains to credit. So we have secured debt versus unsecured debt. Secured debt, this is a debt that requires collateral and uh, inquiry of your credit report. So collateral is an asset that you pledge if you default on your loan. And if you do not have collateral, lenders may place a lien on the item that you are financing. So let's talk about what type of debt. We're talking about debt that includes car loans. Uh, when you get a mortgage, you uh, purchase a, a piece of property or a business building or, or even a boat, they, they refer to that as secured debt. And in order to get that debt, you're going to require some collateral. And many times they want to use uh, your building as that collateral. And so now, because you've had to use collateral, the lender has the authority to seize your uh, collateral or repossess that item if you should not pay that debt. So now we have unsecured debt. Now, this is debt that does not require collateral. It's called unsecured debt. And so most people rather not place collateral, right? I mean, there are even finance companies right now. They'll take your jewelry as your debt. They will put a second lien on your debt. And payday lenders are, are, uh, are noted for doing that, putting liens on your debt. And so often what happens is when you don't have to use collateral, it's going to give you higher interest rates. And oftentimes, this is going to put you in a higher debt. And so in many cases, when this debt is not paid repeatedly, let me tell you, this is what happens. So lenders will have this type of debt sent to debt collection agencies. And sometimes they're even able to file a lawsuit 
So when you are mastering your debt to become financially healthy, this is the type of debt you want to look at and pay off first. That is your unsecured debt. So what does that look like? Medical bills, student loans, personal loans, payday lending loans, credit cards. If any type of these debts go into fault uh, repeatedly from being late, they are going to be the first debts that are going to go into collections, and many times you can get sued. So there's a, there are different ways in which you can dispute debt. Uh, information can be removed from your credit profile. And our coaching and consulting program can help you with these types of items through our protection plan. And so just for a moment, I'm just going to take a second here because I want to share with you something that um, that's upcoming. And then I'm going to get right back to you and finish talking about debt. So just for a moment, I want to let you know that uh, upcoming, you can get your free credit conversation financial literacy assessment tool. Yes, I'm going to be giving this away. Uh, it's going to help you determine um, where you are now and help you to create that plan of growth. So this is what you need to do. Make sure you have your pen. You want to text this number, 502-416-7389. You want to include your name and your email. So make sure you text for your financial literacy assessment, 502-416-7389, and include your name and your email. So let's talk a little bit more on several ways we can still continue to eliminate debt. And here are some practical ways, okay? Huh, you'll get this one. Stop borrowing. Stop borrowing. See, we find ourselves getting in more debt when we borrow to make it. But what happened? It only compounds the problem. And I was reading an article uh, yesterday from a couple called the Cahills, and I thought they came with a phenomenal strategy. So what they did, and listen, you may want to try this. It really could work. So what they did, they generated two incomes. She has an income. He has an income. He was making around 63000 She was making around 45000 and so what they decided to do was live off of one income and take the other income and to eliminate some debt. So as a result of that, they were able to pay off $18,000 of student loans. Isn't that amazing? So some other ways that you can pay off debt Consider starting a part-time business or starting a gig and or you know become an Uber driver. There's all we live in a gig economy. There's many ways that you can get your debt paid off. Airborne, B and B. There's so many ways. 
or getting another part-time job and use that income to pay off your debt. So I want to challenge you to even begin saving. Come on, we can save as little as $1 a day. The average person can save $5 a week. Hey, even eventually pennies become dollars, right? And so saving for the debt, we need to do that because emergencies do happen. So why don't you set a goal of at least $500 and then begin to increase that as time goes on. Now, you may start with $20 and you build up to that $500. So let's look at a few more ways. Debt management. The goal for debt management is to eliminate debt by reducing interest rates and fees as you lower the monthly payment. You will still be responsible for the amount owed, but you can make payments affordable to your situation. Now, we know that many incomes have changed as a result of the economy. We know that people are living on different type of incomes. You may still be receiving pandemic unemployment or regular unemployment. And you can contact your lenders and agree to a, a payment that you can afford that can be stretched out. But just make sure that you stick to it. And most likely, it can still affect your credit score, and it can still increase as long as you continue to make those timely payments. Another thing to consider is debt consolidation. You know, you want to go and pull out all of your debts, right? Write all those down. Look at your portfolio and see what qualifies, because it often depends upon your credit score with the lender. So sometimes you can get your debt consolidated, depending on your credit score. Another way to look at your debt uh, is looking at debt settlement. Now, we help our clients uh, through our debt payoff and debt zero program. But here is the option. You have an option that you can work out with lenders to often take 50 to 80% off of items that you possibly have in collection. Now, this does not eliminate your credit profile, understand me, or your payment history. However, it does give you an opportunity to master your debt. And that's what you want to do at the end of the day. You want to be able to master your debt. And so I was reading a book called uh, The Total Money Makeover uh, by Dave Ramsey. And I know many of you are familiar uh, with a lot of his uh, readings. But he talked about how we need to focus on paying down the account with the smallest balance because it tends to have the most powerful effect on people's uh, sense of progress. So he noted in his book, it's called the snowball method. And I totally agree with this method. And I was actually doing this method and didn't realize I was doing the snowball method. But let me share with you uh, just a few things that uh, will help you understand what that snowball method is and how you can use it right now today. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready to give it to you. Number one, you want to list out all of your debts from the smallest 
to the largest, right? You got that? Now, number two, you want to prioritize your smallest debt first, regardless of that interest rate, whether it's a 3% or 24% interest, right? And then number three, you want to pay down the minimum balance on each one except the smallest. Then after you pay down that balance, then you want to move to the second smallest debt. And so the ideal of this snowball effect is to bring motivation and momentum by watching your debts disappear, and that's going to motivate you to continue. You may have a $200 debt right now, and that's going to give you some momentum if you just start with that $200 debt. All right? So listen, I want to close with a story on this. I have clients uh, who are managing debt, and they're getting out of debt, but I'm really excited about Kim, her story. As a single mom with three children, who had graduated with her master's degree. And Kim had worked full-time, and she was able to escape what I, call, what I call the student loan prison. She had to make an aggressive commitment to live less, right? A lot of our debt is living uh, beyond our means and learning to live within our means. She had to shop less, right? There's nothing wrong with shopping less. And she had to desire less. So she had to live less, shop less, desire less in order to reach her goal. And she did. After five years of faithful commitment, she was able to get out of paying all of this student loan debt. Now, this sounds extraordinary, and I know it does, but I know many ordinary people doing some ordinary things. Wouldn't you agree? So I'll leave you with this last quote by Zig Ziglar. Surround yourself with the dreamers and the doers, the believers and the thinkers. But most of all, surround yourself with those who see greatness within you, even when you don't see it yourself. So thank you for joining me today on an introduction on credit. I look forward to be back with you again. See you next time. In the meantime, Remember, credit is your asset.